0: Welcome to the Brown Girl Rising podcast. I'm your host, Urivashi, aka Ursh, and I'm here to raise the vibration of the Brown Girl Collective by sharing stories of incredible brown women across the world. Women who've been through trauma, smashed through glass ceilings, and women who have climbed mountains to change their lives and be of service to others, in hopes that you are inspired in your own life. So, Let's dig in. Hey guys, welcome to Brown Girl Rising. This is Uvashi. I am here for a very short podcast today. Just wanted to talk about where I am right now in my healing journey um, and the sacred feminine and the unbalanced feminine and sisterhood. And the fact that my birthday is coming up soon. Um, There's a lot of things going on in my head, um, which sometimes has kind of thrown me off as well. And then with the state of the world at the moment, I feel like it's really impacted me. And I know it's impacted a lot of women out there as well. So welcome to the show. So yeah, healing, my healing journey, wow. So last time I did a solo cast, it was all about um, one of the biggest traumas I've ever been through in my life. Um, Rape, (laughs) wow, such a word, wow. Wow, oh my God. Um, Yeah, so one of the biggest traumas I've ever had to face in my life, but not the only trauma I've had to face in my young life. Um, And the healing process from that was a really long journey. And if I'm utterly honest with myself, yes, I had my spiritual awakening. You've all heard the big Buddha story. I was 36. And that was in 2016. God, it feels like ages ago, doesn't it? God, really oh my yes it must have been um but I think it was only like 2019 18 let's say 18 19 onwards that I really buckled down on my healing journey and you know the reason that I felt like I had to go on this deep journey is because there was so much pain in my soul there was so much pain from everything that I've been through. Um, and yes, I have risen from that. And I have such an insane manifesting generator energy, um, which keeps me going. But, you know, sometimes we all have this deep, dark part of our soul. We call it our shadow self, which needs to be unpacked. And without unpacking and healing and going through the process and welcoming your shadow side, you can't destroy it. You can't destroy that darkness for the light to shine through. And we need to, and it's so apt that I'm talking about darkness and light right now, because, you know, today is the start of the five days of um, Diwali And, you know, this is all about the light winning and the love winning over darkness and over fear. Um, And it's such a beautiful time of year for us. But I have felt the darkness over the last couple of weeks. And I think with the... I'm not even going to call it a war because that just isn't the right word. But the genocide and the um, humanitarian crisis happening all over the world including Gaza and the Congo and all of these kind of places like it's really made my heart heavy and you know the one thing we can do is yes we can send some of our money there absolutely please do that you know UNICEF are doing a humanitarian um, crisis drive we've got Save the Children, the British Red Cross, all charities who are out there doing the work and I know that UNICEF's first loads of trucks have actually gone into Gaza um, I'm not sure about the Congo if I'm honest with you but one thing we can all do apart from giving our money to charities is praying and coming together and rising ourselves up and lighting ourselves up because the more light there is in this world the more healing love that goes out things will change The world is changing as we speak. There is something happening. I can't put my finger on it, but it's the rise of the feminine energy. It's the rise of more loving energy. And the patriarchy is suffering. And I think this is showing. And social media helps this new paradigm grow. It helps the woman, the feminine, the sacred feminine come forth. The sacred feminine within each and every one of you come forth and so one of the things I'm doing is um, on the 14th of December I am holding an online sacred sister circle it's something that I've done in person a few times and I've loved it but this online one is to send those healing energies out to all the world so we'll be gathering together we'll be sharing what's in our hearts We'll be releasing some of this pain and we'll be meditating and sending prayers and healing vibes across to all those suffering around the world. Um, I've also done it on the full moon, uh, new moon, I apologise, just after the new moon on the 12th, so this is on the 14th. And the moon is still very strong at this point. And I've done it then so that we can call in everything that we want, whether it's for us or it's for others um and it will be online so anyone all over the world anyone over the world can join if the times work and the replay will be sent out as well so if you can on the 14th do join me and five pounds of every ticket will go to unicef as well um so yeah this diwali right find ways of bringing that light to your life bringing that joy to your life um don't be scared of the darkness don't be scared of the darkness because with the darkness we can only shatter through it like galima we shatter through that darkness to become that priestess that goddess that queen energy that we send loving vibes out to everybody else so yeah healing we need to do it so that we can help others When our bodies become lighter, our minds become sharper and our spirits are lifted and we undergo this healing process where we cut cords, we accept, we thank and we move on and we place love and light to the situations, the traumas, the challenges, then we can honestly rise up. And one of the biggest things I want for this world, is to rise, is to heal, is to have that high vibrational state that you can attract everything and anything you want, which is manifestation, right? Um, You know, ask, believe, receive. It's the action. And the action here is to heal, is to go on that journey, is to bring up what is going on in your past. There are so many things that you can do to help you heal from that trauma. You can hire a coach. You can do some journaling. You can go back into meditation to your younger self. I did a really incredible meditation from uh, for the ladies on my Embody program, which the next one is starting in January. Um, I'll send some details out at the end of this podcast. But the meditation was really looking at your teenage down to your infant years. There is always something that happens whether it's small or large each year and we looked at 19, 18, 17 all the way down to one. What can you remember and what do you need to now look into and heal? It's so important. So yes this Diwali my wish for you is to rise Rise, sister, rise, and unleash the incredible, the wild, the the queen woman that you are, that is within you, because it's so important. One of the things, apart from what's going on in the world, um, that has been playing on my mind is my birthday. Oh my God, it's in a couple of weeks now, and it's really hard for me At my age. um, And I think it's because I am single again. And it does hurt that it sometimes makes me feel like I'm not good enough. Um, I know I am. I know I'm a freaking queen, man. (laughs) Uh, I am good enough. In fact, I'm more than good enough. It's just that I haven't found the right soulmate. And so that is what, you know, sometimes I'm like, come on, come on, universe. Where is he? Yesterday, I actually went into my journal. And wrote down exactly the man that I want. The, the the energy that I want him to bring to our relationship that can complement my energy. Um, I want a man who can teach me something new. And that's something really important for me. Uh, whether it's uh, teach me how to, I don't know, do a certain dance. Or learn something new. Or a new part to my Spiritual process as well is really important. So, for me, I've been doing that. And one of the things I've had to do is actually really live and become that more feminine, that sacred feminine woman, you know, and work on my compassion. And don't get me wrong, as a coach, you know, I have so much compassion and empathy, but work on my wisdom and really lean into my intuition and my ability to heal myself and others connecting with nature and seeing myself as a whole person you know I'm not looking for my other half I'm looking for my soulmate the mate who was going to just complement my wholeness right um I've been loving unconditionally yes there have been times when I've had that self-doubt don't worry about it it happens to all of us but loving unconditionally and protecting fiercely you know people around us, the planet. And I think this is why when you lean more into your sacred feminine nature, things like what's happening in the world right now with the humanitarian crisis, with the Gaza thing, with the, with the Congo, it really, you really feel protective over it. You feel protective over the children that you don't know, but you know are suffering, right? You feel passionate and empathetic about helping them with any way you can. So a sacred feminine is somebody who is wise who is connected to nature who does see herself as whole who loves unconditionally is fiercely protective of the planet and her children is what is um knows her power is sexual is intuitive is passionate empathetic understanding a healer creative abundant always in flow with life, she's a provider of shakti, she's assertive, she's a truth teller, she fills up her well. Self-care is so important. And she lets people support her. And she lets the masculine, the sacred masculine adore her. And she's able to express her anger and passion when she needs to. Now the opposite of that is an unbalanced feminine. An unbalanced feminine is depressed, is needy, is codependent, is overly sensitive. She wallows in self-pity and bitter. She's self-doubting, she's a victim. So one thing that I am not is I'm not a victim. I am a survivor and I'm a thriver after everything I've gone through. A people pleaser, she is the good girl. You know, the girl who always does everything right but actually resents it. She has low self-esteem. She's dependent on others. She's unable to stand on her own two feet. She gossips. She is resentful. She doesn't want to be happy. She's a bit of a martyr. She can be selfish. She can uh, she can't stand other people's happiness. She can be manipulative, maybe a narcissist. She can be screaming, uh, scheming. Sorry, a uh, controlling, spiteful, unable to express her needs, insecure puts everyone else's needs ahead of her own and she always compares herself to others. So this is an unbalanced female and this is the female that needs to do the work and asking herself, why do I feel like I need to please people? Why am I dependent on somebody to make me happy, right? Where does my depression come from? Why am I jealous of what's going on in that other person's life? What is it bringing up in me? And that is the work that the unbalanced feminine needs to do. Now, just to on the flip side, to give you an understanding of what a balanced, um, a sacred, balanced uh, masculine is like. He is strong. He's protective. He worships the feminine. He is supportive. He is present. He is active. He is abundant. He's powerful. He is a provider. He's confident, physical. He's energised. He's passionate. He's heroic. He's courageous. He's able to be supported by the feminine. He's able to surrender and be held by the feminine. He's able to love unconditionally. He's in touch with his feelings, but he doesn't let them control him. He's empowered and he's not threatened by a powerful woman or by other men. And an unbalanced masculine destroys everything in his path. He's ruthless. He doesn't think of anyone but himself. The end justifies the means. He's forceful. He can be brutal, barbaric, selfish, egotistical. Sees himself as separate, arrogant, disconnected, weak, cruel, disconnected from emotions, easily threatened, can be quite cowardly, deceitful, stubborn, And headstrong, which headstrong isn't a bad thing, but when it is in an unbalanced masculine who is threatened by other masculines and then also threatened by a powerful, independent, sacred feminine who is balanced, that's not the kind of headstrong you want. You know, there's a quote by Rune, I can never say this name, Lazuli, Rune Lazuli, I believe in the power of men who respect the earth and her women. How powerful is that? We have both our our masculine and feminine within us. It might be that you may feel like you have certain bits of a a balanced sacred feminine, but maybe certain bits of that unbalanced feminine. You may have certain bits of the sacred masculine and then the unbalanced masculine as well, right? Right? We as women need to really dive into our sacred feminine a little bit more. Because she is what will help this world rise. She will help the light come into this world. And the more women out there sharing their voice, sharing their wisdom, sharing their light, the more lightness there will be. So go out there girl and call back your power. Really lean into your sacred feminine. Because when you do, you could change the world in your own little way. So my message to you is rise, sister, rise. I know it's a tough time. I know there's a lot going on. But you can't stop. You cannot let it stop you in your path. If you let it stop you... ha. Oh, What's going to happen? Honestly, Um, let's all just take a big, deep breath in together. So let's go in through the nose and out through the mouth and in through the nose and out through the mouth. Now I've been wanting to pull a card from the Medicine Woman Oracle deck for a while and I've got it in my hands. I haven't pulled it. I've been been shuffling them for two days and now seems like the right time. So, okay. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm going to pull a card and see what the wise women have to say to us rebirth oh wow an opportunity for deep transformation is before you let me find her she's a stunning card she's a stunning card rebirth okay life is punctuated with passages birth is one of them And along with death, it's probably the most important of all. Birth and death are two inverted movements. After sacred waiting comes the birthing process. An experience during which women discover an ancestral force, an unsuspected energy. Life can also bring an opportunity of rebirth. An initiation that will ask us, as a mother would, to open ourselves to the great mystery... Trusting in the resources of our body and inner wisdom is the miracle of life. A birth is in the works. This card indicates that it is time to give birth to yourself, saying yes to life. You are on the threshold of great transformation. You are probably carrying a foundational project for your evolution. What is this gift, talent or great love just waiting to hatch? At which stage are you in your sacred waiting to give birth to yourself? Do not try to hasten anything. Everything is aligned. If you're expecting a child, you are both blessed and protected. Trust in yourself and surround yourself with other women, midwives or doulas to accompany you on this passage. I love this... um, I love the idea of trusting ourselves and surrounding ourselves with other women and it's something that I do in the sacred sister circles um both the face-to-face ones and personal ones and the um online ones yeah I love that I love that card And honestly, it's saying don't stop. Basically, don't stop. Keep giving birth to your ideas. Keep giving birth to everything because it will help someone. And we are here to have that ripple effect on everyone. So keep going, my love. Honestly. Do the healing work. Send your prayers and light energy out to the world. Lean into your sacred feminine energy. And continue on your path. Happy Diwali and Banditra Devas to everyone celebrating. It's a beautiful time of year. And yeah. I hope you enjoyed this short podcast. I'll see you on the next one.